Let's bring in our guest. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing great, man. Thank you so much for having us on. Doing awesome. Thank you so much. No, hey, thank you. Uh, thank you for being here. So, uh, it's, been a, it's been a long time coming. For real. Yeah. I remember, I'm, you know, we've talked on with Matt and then Lisa on Twitter since like 2021. So maybe even 2020. So it's super cool to finally be able to talk as face to face as we can get for the moment, you know? <laughs> right. Nice. I like it. So, um, for those of that are watching and don't know, fill us in on how Bury the Darkness became. Yeah. So I'm Mark. This is Frankie. I play guitar. Frankie's our vocalist. He used to be our producer. So BTD started back in 2019 with uh, myself, our bassist Brandon, our old singer Jared, and our old drummer John, friends from high school, and all shared the same love of music. I met our drummer back in orchestra and our old singer back in music theory. And all of us kind of went our separate ways after high school and then all kind of reconnected and stuff like that a couple of years afterwards and just started jamming in a basement. And within a month, we wrote four songs and went into the studio to start recording our debut EP, which actually never came, saw the light. But we met Frankie in that studio. He was a producer in a different room and we kind of just hit it off. And we started working on Break Me with Frankie and that ended up becoming our debut single. And we've just been working with Frankie ever, ever since until he unfortunately lost his studio in 2021. And then we ended up bringing him as our vocalist after Suffocate came out. So this whole album that just came out is all Frankie on vocals and our new lineup with Devin Bowers on drums and Brennan Davis on rhythm guitar and then Frankie Galoni on vocals. So Frankie, tell me, going from the producer side of things to the vocal side of things and still having to, to put that input in, how, how was that change for you? Uh, it was kind of crazy for me because I, um, I, I didn't have, they kind of hit me, uh, what a curveball when they asked me to join the band, you know, I wasn't, uh, formerly a singer or vocalist. Uh, I was a guitar player. Um, and so just them asking me to come join was kind of, you know, crazy for me. And so getting to do that, I think, um, you know, I kind of, they, they wanted me to try out. And so I was like, all right, you know, I'll try out. They, they told me, Hey, we really think you could do it. We believe in you. And, you know, maybe I, at the time I was kind of like, there's no way I could do it, man. No way. You know? And, uh, these guys kind of pushed me into it and I'm glad they did, you know? And, um, I ended up, uh, being able to, I think, do a lot of this, like kind of, I had probably an easier um, uh, easing into it because uh, I've been able to work with some great vocalists over the years uh, just in recording and stuff. So I've been able to kind of be around them and, and really see what they've done in the past to get what they were looking for out of themselves. And, you know, kind of hearing what they've uh, the hearing the things that I've been able to, like, I guess, hear that are unique, I guess, uh, kind of really helped me like understand what I should be doing vocally and what it should feel and sound like when I'm trying, when I'm doing it. So when we uh, ended up hitting the studio, these guys were just super supportive um, of me and we, we were able to kind of put all our brains together and, and really write these songs lyrically with, uh, you know, everyone in mind, not just like, you know, 
just one person. And so I think I thought that was pretty cool. And it was, it was nice for me to be able to kind of scratch the itch of being a producer while also being able to kind of, you know, seeing in the band and not just be in the background. It was really cool. Frankie used to show me, he would write songs in the studio and he didn't have anyone to do vocals on him. So he would just lay down vocal demos. And I was like, sounds pretty good, man. And he was just like, yeah, you know, I'm not ever going to show this to anybody. So when we <laughs> were kind of having um, creative differences with our old singer and we made the decision to kind of move forward without him, Frankie popped back in my mind. I was like, you know, it's going to take some persuading to do, but this guy believed in me when I was, you know, you know, deer in the headlights, fresh into this industry, played in bands, but never really took the recording side of our music seriously. And he took me under his wing. So I was like, you know what? I want to return this favor and I know he can do it. And, you know, he, he stepped up to the plate. Yeah. I love this guy. And, you know, we're, we're super excited to be doing this together in the band. So. Nice. That, that, that was going to be my question was what was the catalyst? I didn't know you're, you're saying you had heard him demo some of his own material. I didn't know if it was that classic producer thing where he's sitting back and telling the singer like, no, do it more like this. And then it demo it out. Yeah. It it outside, you're going, you're going, well, damn, why don't he just fucking do it? Yeah. It's nice being able to actually get up and do it though. You know, like it's, I think way, I think way different about songwriting now as a vocalist, it's crazy. You know, I did, I never, I, I, you know, I never thought about it from the standpoint of the singer. It was always like, you know, you get the instruments there and then you write to that. Um, so it's kind of, it was really interesting to be able to develop songs that way. Uh, well, unpack that a little bit more because you're, you were the producer, right? So you're used to guys coming in with, I would say, you know, 90 to a hundred percent of the song already done you tweak it a little bit, but now that you're saying you're the vocalist, what do you mean? What's the difference there? I'm, so I'm like we were, we, we were kind of like able to, um, instead of it being like, yeah, like, okay, we've got the bulk of the song written. Let's, let's record that. And then we'll write the vocals to that. Cause a lot of the times, mo a lot of artists come into the studio, they really don't have their ideas down 100%. And it, as a producer, it's kind of my job to help them, flesh out their ideas uh to the best of their abilities at, at that time and a lot of that means i'm sitting with a vocalist you know going over melodies for hours on end trying to you know see what's going to work well with the song what's going to end up you know make, get, getting everyone what they want out of it while also you know serving the song the best it can yeah and uh so for me it's like i was able to i was a guitarist in a band uh, before this so I had worked with a producer who kind of helped teach me what I know, a um, couple of producers actually. And so what we did with this record was we went in and basically the guy I, I took, because I'm new to you know being a vocalist, but I'm not new to recording. So mm -hmm. we went in with um, Ryan Damonson, who's who I've known for you know almost a decade. And he's helped teach me a lot of what I know about recording and producing and stuff. And um so having him there to kind of tell me be that person for me that hey yeah that was great or no that that sucked you know having someone there to help me uh and not really not having to beat myself up and being able to just kind of deliver it vocally that was what i meant by that it's just very freeing for for me mentally to not have to really beat myself up but i got someone else there that's helping guide that that journey you know I, I know like in football people talk about it. Kevin, what uh what college team is it? Uh A and M has the twelfth man 
where they yep. where they they call the crowd the the 12th person of the team yep. on the offense yep. defense whatever uh it's kind of the same thing between the producer and the band now oh, obviously you yeah. obviously you blurred the lines way big on that and ended up joining the band which is cool uh but it really is like the relationship there from every member drummer bass guitar wh whatever you play but i think especially vocals because it is such a you're really kind of sharing yourself there when you're writing these lyrics and yeah. giving up a piece of yourself and it's words. Uh, somebody may not be able to, they can appreciate the guitar, but it's a little bit different than when you write something out that you really feel and then have to express that. Right. Yep. The producer in the studio can really make or break that experience. Right. So I guess you've seen it now from both sides. Yeah. I, I, I've got a lot more, you know, any singers I've recorded in the past, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. It's, it would be like if you've never done it before, like recorded or anything, it would be like the equivalent of going in a room full of people and just like getting naked and standing there. Oh, yeah. Like it really, it's really <laughs> yeah. the same. It would be the oh, same yeah. thing. Yeah. My first studio experience as a vocalist, like we had a, a control room full of people and I'm in there for the first time trying to sing, you know, so I know what that feels like. Yeah, we were yeah. with our buddies, um, our buddies that play in Dead and they just opened up a recording studio, Trash Island Studios in, in Chandler, Arizona. So we were doing some songs with them and you know, we were in this whole transition and Kyle from Dead, he was engineering and Frankie goes in the booth and he just blew all of us away. We were writing to a song that, you know, and Frankie's just in there and he like kind of, cause like all of us, a couple more people walked into the room and we were just, everyone's like, this is pretty good. Like, is this your guy's new guy? I'm like, yeah, like, this is, you know, it's going well. And we were kind of like just talking and like, I guess laughing at one point. And then Frankie like overheard it in the booth and we thought we were laughing at him. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? I'm going just all in on this. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then we, he comes out and there's just like eight people in the control room. And he's like, Oh yeah. Like there was, there was like two or three people when I went in to come out and there's like eight or nine well, people in there. I'm like, Whoa, that, that, uh, that's how, that's how much of a mind fuck it is. Right. Because oh, you're yeah, in the booth, it's isolated. You've got headphones. You're exposing yourself. You don't realize it's like, you know, you're giving it your all and then people just show up and all you hear is the laughing. And then it's like, oh, now it's me against the ego. They're oh, it is, dude. Yeah. It's, it's laughing at me. I suck. Yeah. And then you just spiral down. Or like you said, you say, well, fuck it. Let's light yeah. the earth on fire. I'm just going to go all in and we'll see how this turns out. Come to find out they were digging it anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I walked out of the booth. Not, not really. I walked out of the booth <laughs> expecting a. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe with some <laughs> vocal lessons or something, you maybe could, you know. Right, we tried guys, it, man. Thanks. Yeah, you know, yeah. These, these guys were about it, and you know, it felt really good to to have that because I didn't, you know, I didn't see that in myself at that point in time, you know. And for for these guys, I didn't want them to have to stop what they were doing, you know. I I saw I'd been working with these guys since um, 2020, yeah, early 2020, and you know, I. I was in a band we were about to go on a, an, I'd been on a couple tours with them, a couple nationals with some bigger artists and stuff. And, um, you know, when coronavirus hit, it kind of killed that band. And we were about to go on tour with a, a huge like legacy band in the, in the industry. And that, that ended up just killing that in its tracks. And so when I had started my studio up and I met these guys, they were kind of new, newer, you know, they had only been a band, I think for what, five months. Four months. Yeah, four months. And Matt, uh, there's there'd been a couple of the members that had played their instruments like throughout their yeah. whole lives, you know, but no one ever like got in a solid band and tried to like do it the real deal, you know. Um, 
And so when I met them, it was kind of like deer in the headlights a little bit, you know? And so it's like, well, I just got done doing all this stuff and I've been doing it for a long time now, it seems. So let me help you guys, you know? To, so we recorded and then like, uh, was it a week before you were going to release Break Me? It was, yeah, like three days. It was like Break three Me. days before they were going to release the song. And I was like, hey, so what are you guys doing for like the, you know, what's your budget for like, what are you guys doing to promote it? Like, I haven't seen anything. Like it comes out in a couple of days, you know? And they were like, what do you mean? You know, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So <laughs> Frankie pretty much was like, you guys need a lyric video and you guys got to get some money for ads. So I'm like, all right. So we scratch like 500 bucks together for ads and we get a lyric video made. And I pretty much go on like a, just down the rabbit hole on YouTube of like music marketing videos and discovered this channel Burstamo and just how to run Facebook ads, Instagram ads, uh, YouTube ads, all of that kind of stuff. And just spent locked myself in my room for like two days learning all this stuff and then break me came out i started running all these ads and it started just like picking up like a wildfire and it started like in ukraine and all, all of a sudden like one day we're just getting all these streams and i'm getting all these comments on instagram and like russian and ukrainian and all this stuff and i'm on google translate like wow dude they're digging it they're really <laughs> liking this over there and it just started traveling west and then it was germany and then it was like london and then it was new york and then wake up one morning and we hit release radar and hit got 3400 streams in the first day which was like it was the craziest thing that ever happened to us as a band and just feeling like okay that sigh of relief that wow like we have something here and like we can do this actually so that gave really boosted our morale to just go all in on this and you know it's crazy Spotify, like you guys were talking beforehand about the power of the internet and Spotify and everyone always gets all mad at Spotify because you don't get paid much, but for new bands and especially like yeah, like unsigned artists, it is the most important platform of the century. And just the fact that with a $500 budget, we could our song could be heard around the world and get streams and it's almost at a million streams, which is like, still blows my mind that something that we made in a room has been listened to like almost yeah. a million times. And, it, and it, the budget only puts it in front of the people. It's up to them to listen to it. That's another thing. It's yeah. not like you're forcing people to listen to your song. You know, I, we could spend, a, a, I could throw a thousand dollars at it and it, it's not going to guarantee me any amount of streams. It's just going to say, Hey, we're going to show this to this many people and maybe they'll click on it. Maybe they won't, you know? So it's, the way that that whole system works is kind of crazy to me. Um, and especially now. So, uh, cause it's, you know, TikTok and all yeah, that the stuff. whole social media game changed after coronavirus. And now in a modern day band, you really, if you're not on social media, it's like you guys said, if it's not can uh, clean and concise across all platforms and it's not easy for me to tell who you are, it's, you know, you're kind of you're you're, fighting you're, yourself. That's the first level of being stagnant. The second is not, actually engaging with your fan base and developing a fan base on those apps and on on things like TikTok. I I don't I do not have a lot of fun filming these TikToks. I don't have a great time doing it sometimes, but sometimes they're fun. For me it's more or less like, hey, I want to do something creative with our music that, you know, these videos, there's other artists out there that are not just making millions of streams on their 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 30 second videos, but they're getting the people to to transfer to come from that platform off to like Apple and Spotify and YouTube and and actually yeah. get that to translate into real streams, which ultimately helps fund the band, 
to you know help them yeah. do make records and all that stuff you guys everybody is extremely busy and yeah. to get someone to take time out of their busy schedule and <clears throat> listen to something that we're doing it's like we don't take that lightly and you want to build those connections you want you know the whole reason we do this is to you know really put ourselves out there and we hope people can relate to what we're doing so it's been amazing just the response that we've gotten off this record already is just blowing our minds and it's you know well, let's let's talk about your record uh so your record your debut album is five days old yeah it, it is, is. Yeah. it's crazy. congratulations by the way thank you. thank you uh dead inside uh i listened front to back uh and i listened to the whole thing i even wrote down a little post-it note as i was listening of my favorite songs. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I have to tell you, obviously, Dead Inside for me was just absolutely raging banger. Oh my god. Thank, Thank you. you. That was the first song that uh, that was the first song that I ever complete like fully did vocally ever as a vocalist. So that was a big one for me, as for sure. Uh, amazing. Um also as I was going through it, uh the other three that really I, I felt something, uh Obey, False Idol, and Gaslight. The heavy, uh, especially, yeah. heavy. Some heavy he very stuff. heavy yeah. and gaslight, especially those lyrics for me, just I, clearly someone has had a close relationship with a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> as I was listening to it, it was just, I mean, who hasn't right. At some I was, was going to say, life, haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying like listening to it and it was, it is, it's just, it's so heavy, but your lyrics really connected with me as i was listening to it i was like wow you know this is such like a textbook definition it, it, it's almost like the video definition of what it would be like i loved your album i thought you did a tremendous job thank Lyrically, you lyrically musically and i gotta say for a band as young as yours you're not doing that bad you've got nearly thirty nine thousand followers on spotify go you thank, thank you, you. Way to go like with the different what we do yeah, the social media platforms, the engaging with the fans. We've been talking for years. Doing all of those things is really paying off for you. I definitely applaud you in that effort because it's just as important as the music that you're putting out. So definitely. speaking of the third thing then, when do we get to see you? We're hoping, you know, being a, a band our size still, because like obviously, you know, we just got it out there. And with Frankie, we originally were only going to drop Dead Inside as a single. And then we all were like, you know what? Like we took the budget that we were putting <laughs> yeah. together for the rec for the single release and just pumped it all towards an album and uh, rented out a studio the whole month of January. And in the hopes of we get this record now, I've wanted to go on tour my whole life. That's been my dream. And the day and age of it's just so financially difficult for mm -hmm. a band our size still unsigned and trying to get, you know, we're, we're looking at doing some like an L.A. show. We're looking at doing something in Vegas because we're based out of Arizona and just aiming to kind of grow from there. I'm, you know, I keep saying because everyone will always ask us, like, come here, come here. I'm like, our, as soon as we get that first opportunity, we are there. So if anyone's listening or you want us, you know, if you play in a band or you put on shows and you want us to come to your city, like DM us. Like if we can do it, we will. Because that's that's been my dream my whole life is get to travel the world and play music and the bug bit me really young just going to shows and watching bands do this and at all sorts of levels and 
that's been my whole life since I was a little kid. I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to be on the road. I want to be performing music and meeting people from all over the world. Yeah. You're, you're a fellow junkie and we appreciate that. Oh man. You know, if you aren't, a, you know, if you don't eat, sleep and breathe it, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. that's, that's, you know, that's, that's the, the beauty, of, that's the beauty you, of music. Like nobody mandates it, right? There's no, there's no law out there or, there's no certification or college. Oh, I mean, there's music colleges, but there's no, there's no mandate to produce bands. It's just people do it because they love it, because they they would do it for no money, because you do do it for no money yep. for a very long time. Matter of fact, no money would be winning. It's actually negative monies, a <laughs> right. lot to start yeah. out with, yeah. which people don't realize. Um, you know, and 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 we've talked about it on the show before, like not the multi-million dollar payouts while they would be great and are cool is not even the only thing or even sometimes the best things about music right like you said the people that you meet the relationships that you build and what it does for your life outside of the finances whether that ever materializes or not and i'm speaking from experience yeah uh it just it's it's right. so fucking worth it for me the the first tour i ever went on i was a kid i was a kid i think i was like 16 or 15 i don't remember it was a small little week and a half you know stint tour but god i learned so much from that <laughs> i came back so like just disillusioned by it all you know you're like man this is tough work it's expensive <laughs> i didn't make any money i loved it let's go yeah. you know i want to do I it again <laughs> it's you want to you want to learn you want to learn hard work dedication right. commitment finances mm -hmm. <laughs> humiliation <laughs> uh the highest of highs and the lowest of lows all at once being a band go play a few shows and yep. and, and you're ready to go you know, do it as, yep yeah. and then you know the when we got so i was out uh 2019 my band uh my former band at my mercy we went out um on a, a tour we were out for two and a half months i think it was two months two and a half months uh and the first major leg of the tour was with um famous last words day shell um awake at last and then us and you know it, you there's like certain there's certain tiers for touring i think i think the first you know real tier of touring is you you get out there you've got your weekend warriors where you've got like maybe a four-day run where you're doing maybe two shows in two different cities or, you know, maybe you're booking like a week out and you've got three shows within a span of five days or something like that. Like that's really the first real like taste of touring. Um, and then you get into like the two week mark or, you know, longer, the longer you're out, the, 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 the less you really remember what your everyday life was before. And you kind of just become that person on the road. And so like being out for that long, I learned, that you know it, it takes a lot of um resilience uh for you to be able to wake up every morning in a different city for that 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 many days straight and um be able to get up and do it at that major capacity and the more you do it with your bandmates the the, the tighter you will be by the, the start of tour man you know that it might sound great but it's not going to sound as good as you do by the end of tour because you guys have shaked off all the rust you know and you're, you're playing at the best you've ever played that, you know, and for me, I learned that's one of the major lessons that I learned. And I can't wait to get out there with these guys and really help them, you know, kind of teach them the things I learned along the way on their first tour. You know, I would work. I used to I've been working in live music since 2019 at um, a venue out here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I do I used to do backstage stuff and 
every single day, you know, every show day, you know, different bands coming in, different levels, vans or, or buses or bandwagons. And something that I would always do is just ask, you know, usually not the artists because I wasn't communicating with them, but like TMs or just merch people and just like any tips that you got or, you know, just pretty much any information because uh, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm here. I'm a sponge. I soak up all the information I possibly can. And just cool hearing all the different stories, even like drivers, bus drivers, truck drivers, like people that have been on the road with the biggest of pe people or, you know, the smallest and just the stories so cool. and yeah. that they've been able to, you know, to give me or, you know, any help. And so I'm excited to put all my knowledge to test one day. And, you know, we're going to be my goal is to tour the world. So. Yes, Matt, please. did you want to tell him? I know you've been patiently waiting. I love that hat Thanks. and that shirt, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Dude, for like, this is, uh, like Mark said at the start, me and him have been talking, like I discovered Buried in Darkness on Twitter. And yeah, that's awesome. Mark, uh, Mark personally messaged me from the band page to thank me for sharing out that music. You know, that's how fresh out they were. And dude, it's been a joy to see you grow. Thank you. Like, I mean, you as well. Like, you know, yeah, I like, you know, I, I was talking to you before I became part of the sound and, you know, we've sort of been going back and forth and growing together and stuff and, you know, break me. That was great. And I was like, these guys are good. And, you know, your social media presence seemed pretty well. And you, you pretty much got that nailed down now. And it's, it's little things like that. When you, you message someone, like it makes them a bit more of a longer term fan, you know? It's that personal experience that you've got to give those fans as, as an up and coming band. A hundred percent. Like, it's just also, I mean, it's the same thing of just wanting to communicate with someone and just personally, like, like I was saying earlier, someone, everybody's busy. We all got the same 24 hours and someone's going to take that time out of their day to listen to our, like care yeah. about something that we're doing. And to me, like I, all of us in this band, we, we pour our heart and souls into every single thing. And, fund this thing completely ourselves so it's it's such a reward when someone actually will comment or just you know listen to our music and we see a comment or we hear someone just reply to a message because you know it's a grind social media like when we're trying to get someone or like you know try and get our music out there and we just put ourselves out there you know the hate that you get versus like the good stuff that like the positive things that you get back is you know tenfold so it's it's really refreshing to be able to tap in with that fan base and like we call it family because we truly look at you guys as like we couldn't be doing this without you and you guys are you know especially you know the sound you guys are a champion for up and coming bands and most people most publications most radio like they don't care so the fact that you guys have your ear to the street and you're caring and you're fostering a whole scene is it just you guys are doing very important work so for us and just fans all together and fans the people that are in these comments right now that are tuned into your platform you guys are raising and like witnessing the next generation of a scene coming up well i can tell you that everybody on this live stream on our end right now it's it's exactly what you just said i mean we do this is a labor of love i mean uh, th thank God that the internet has this capability nowadays for us to be able to to talk to guys, you know, like you guys, and and keep our ear to the street of what's coming up new because we just fucking love it. Like I don't, 
I don't care about like money, finances, or whatever. I just want to go to a bar and see a cool band play, and yeah. I want to catch them early. Like I don't want to. I mean, I'll go see you in an arena. Don't get me wrong. I want to go see Pantera right now, but like I would much rather catch you in a in a in a two hundred person, five hundred person club than that, you know. And then be able to talk to you after the show. A hundred. Yeah, that's the coolest part, like the intimacy of a club show, because everyone says like. Oh, I wish I I figured I discovered them younger, but like or like with like they're brand new. But that same person aren't they're not going to the local clubs or they're not you know keeping there. But you know, I got one for you. You can go on YouTube right now, and you can look up Rage Against the Machines. I don't know what you got like first first live performance or something, and I think they're playing at like UC Berkeley somewhere in California. Yeah, and it's the first record. There's not much different. It sounds exactly like it does on the record live. But nobody knows what they who they are, and people are on college a college campus, and they're just walking by, you know, and no fault of their own. I mean, they probably like late for class. I'm not judging them, but like you're watching this, you're like, do you understand how fucking good this music is that you're walking <laughs> yeah. right past? You know, it's amazing, and so that's happening in clubs all over the country all the time. Some bands, you know, aren't that great, and and don't make it, and some bands are. So I want to be there when the ones that are. And I know bands that are that good that don't make it, you know. So I want to see everything in between. Yeah, the greatest guitarist Definitely. is somewhere in his basement. Like the greatest band is like no yeah. one's yeah. heard of them. That's and right. it's kind of funny when, like, when you tell someone you're in a band and they don't, they haven't heard of you. Most of the time, they think you suck, <laughs> yeah. and then they'll like listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Like they're shocked that like, you guys are actually uh, good. It's <laughs> like, funny. Hey, I'll tell people, you know? yeah, you know, like my coworkers would be like. Well, yeah, they'd be like, oh, you're in a band? I'm like, yeah, I'm in a band. Uh, and they're like, oh, really? I didn't know you could do this stuff, you know? I'm like, yeah, I didn't either. Listen to it. <laughs> let me know what you think, you know? And usually you never know. Like, You never know what anybody's going to show you when you say that to them. You know, they're going to think it's bad or whatever. But I want your honest opinion, If you know? If, if you're coming to me like, oh, you're in a band? Yeah, I want to know what you think. Please tell me, you know? Because if I, it's I, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because if it's your thing, like, you know, awesome. I want you to be a part of it with me and I want you to celebrate the the journey with me, you know. But And if not, if you're not into it and you listen to it and you're like, wow, man, you, I thought that was going to suck, but it didn't. That was good. Then cool. It's like, you obviously, know? we're not it. everybody's cup of tea. You yeah. got to, you know, but, yeah, you know, it really well, funny story real fast. Sorry. <laughs> we were at ASU doing some street team stuff. Um, for our show coming up on September 2nd on this Saturday. And uh, we were just, you know, going around, putting posters around, and we decided to go to a bar and have a little midday pick-me-up drink. And there's this, like, 11-year-old kid there just <laughs> drinking Dr. Pepper, just, like, talking shit to everyone at the bar. And apparently, we asked the bartender, like, who is this kid? Like, is he even allowed to be in here? She's like, yeah, he's just a local kid. He's, he's sweet, but, yeah, he's he's got a little bit of mouth to him. So we're all chilling. We're like, hey – Check out our band. Let us know what you think if you, if we suck or not. Because like you know, he'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why I said it, I was like, "Hey, man, hey, just check us out. Let me know what you think, dude. Because I really want to know what you guys think. You know, like, like the kids, like, man. Yeah. That's what it's all and about. He, he he went. He listened to it right there at the bar, and all the people around him that were drunk were like, you know, watching it with him and stuff. And but he liked it, and he told us he was like, "This is really good. Like, wow, I thought you guys, you know." Like, this is really good. He commented on it. And then we were like, yeah, you know, we had some stickers. We were we were passing out and stuff. And we gave him, like, you know, 20 stickers. And we were like, yeah, man, spread them out, you know, spread the word. 
and we roll out of the bar like 20 minutes later and they're slapped all over, you know, freaking <laughs> light poles and, and, you know, and then we bumped into him. He's like, Oh yeah, I've been putting them everywhere on cars, everywhere. We're like, what? Oh, no, what? no, <laughs> man. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. So, you know, <laughs> he's going to be, he's gonna be like the next generation's like Fred Durst or something. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, oh, I, I know, I know, I know Kevin's got, uh, real marketing. Yeah, for real. I know Kevin's got the music, uh, your video queued up. Is that right, Kevin? I do. Uh, Dead oh, Inside. Man. Yeah. So yeah, let, I, I think we should check that out. Let the people hear it. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Let's go. Here we go. Hell yeah, them vocals ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> All right. right. For a non-vocalist, I think right. you pretty much nailed it. Well, definitely adding that to the power hour this week. There you oh, go. Yeah, so thank good. you. Yeah. Thank you. That's fucking killer right there. That that hit me in the feels. <laughs> thank you. It's hype. Yeah. Fun Fun fact, we shot that music video in 118 degrees, literally the entire, no AC. the entire. Oh, time, you were in Mississippi? You got more humidity out there. It's a dry heat here, man. Yeah. Yeah. When you sweat in Phoenix, wow. apparently it makes you get cooler. Is that right? Because in, in Mississippi, when you sweat, you just get fucking wet. Why yeah. you sweat? Why for, for about a couple seconds, you know, you okay. want to run around to get a draft, you know, to get the sweat a little, you know. Now, here when you sweat, it just brings the heat in closer to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's more it's suffocating. Yes. Permeates. Lisa knows you yeah. were down here in July. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not it's not a it's not a place I would want to vacation. No. <laughs> no not during the not when it's that bad during the summer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I think you guys really nailed it. I mean, the, and Jared, I would encourage you to listen to the whole album. Uh yeah, there's yeah. a lot of tracks on there that I think you would really yeah, enjoy. Definitely. Uh me, Jared, and Matt are definitely into the heavier side of things. So, so I, uh I listen to Never Change. I think is what what I was listening to. Right. On. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, this one is a, is a lot more brutal, which is way more up my alley. Yeah, yeah. That, that riff is amazing. Right. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We really wanted to, try, like, for us, any band with their first album, it's kind of an important time for a band. They're really, we're all, everyone's trying to find their sound and stuff. And, you know, we don't want to be one of those bands that's just, like, one thing, you know. We don't want to be, like, super you know, heavy or super like radio or super pop or, you know, we just kind of want to, the things we like about the music we love, we want to take that and just incorporate it into something that, you know, we would want to listen to. And hopefully you guys do too, you know, we're, yeah. And, and so there's, there's a pretty, it's a pretty diverse record. I would say we've got a, a decent portion of it is, is some singing songs where there's more singing and then that, and there's uh, a bit of real heavy portion of the record where it's just, you know, angry <laughs> it's also when we yeah. are writing like the record is about most like mental health struggles and you know toxic relationships and just inner turmoil kind of things so struggles the the record kind of but it has like resolve in it it's not all just like hate and negative and like upset like angry vibes so there's a lot you know a lot um, of emotions that went into it we all of us you know we locked ourselves in a room for a whole month together writing this record and we were all had things that we were struggling with personally, which is, you know, you turn that, you know, you turn all that dark shit into, you know, into something beautiful and you, that's how you create art in all aspects. You just take the struggle, you know, the struggling musician vibe of, you know, pain and suffering and you turn tortured it artist. Tortured yeah. art. That's what I'm going for. You take the turd and you turn it into a beautiful flower. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh man, life's really sucking right now. Let's write a song, you know? Yeah. Well, everybody like the first record for any band 
is you know it's usually like like slinging paint on a wall and kind of seeing what happens and then right either your second record is absolutely dog shit or it's like some it evolves some kind of way i was like oh i see what you did over here and then you went over here and that's really cool you know and then the progression is there so yep. i love to catch a band obviously by nature of the show that we have here at the beginning right like that to me is like it's just whatever they threw at the wall whatever they were feeling there's no money involved usually there's no it's just here's what we do you know right. and that's what makes it so fucking cool and it's something that we all believe in so much because like all of us we we pay into it equally like we all own this kind of like bear, this company with what it is is like it's all equal so it's everybody's a team player everybody it wouldn't be possible without every single member of this band and even our producer ryan damonson because he you know he took all of our crazy ideas and really made it into something that's like yeah. you know he, he listened to us and didn't shut us down on stuff and just heard us out and couldn't be more proud of the product that we came up with and he's always been there for me on my musical journey since i was you know 14 or 15 that's when i met brian and you know so i i worked a lot of years with that guy, you know, having him kind of mold me and, and show me the ropes and, hey, you know, like, oh, dude, you're doing a great job or, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. The stuff that I've done for these guys, you know, he did for me. And to be able to, for me to kind of circle back to a new beginning in this, on this musical journey, I wanted to start that back up with him, you know, because I knew he could help me bring the best of myself out because he'd always done that before with, you know, being in a band but as a guitarist and, so Kevin, we, were you, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you're good. Yeah, we have. We got a lot. Kevin, what were you gonna say? Do what? You look like you wanted to say something. I do, but not not about this. Oh. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> you just face palmed. I'm like, I hope that's yeah, about his computer. Your minds, whatever yeah. it is. No, it's all good. No, 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 no. I was. So you 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 listen and you multitask at the same time. So yeah, you, you got yeah. multi things going on, and then something happened. I was like, oh. you're like, oh no, yeah, oh man, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> but, you know, we're just grateful for you know Ryan's gotten to work with some extremely big bands like Asking Alexandria, Memphis Mayfire, The Word Alive. So for him to you know take us under his wing and kind of teach us the ropes and. Same with, you know, Frankie and Ryan. I kind of consider Ryan as my grandpa because Frankie wouldn't be here without Ryan and I wouldn't be here without Frankie. So he's like my metal grandpa. Hell yeah. I love it. Yeah. I like it. Well, where, where are we siphoning people to, man? What's, uh, you know, uh, Facebook, is that, your, is that your channel that you're most active on? I think that's kind of the consensus with most fans that we talk to. Honestly, we're most active on Instagram. So all of we, we have like our Instagram and Facebook like connected. So I obviously we're active on every single one, but definitely um, Instagram gets more love. I, I believe yeah. Instagram, and then we we funnel a lot more of like our video content stuff into TikTok. But everything gets the same stuff, but we get a lot more of the uh, a lot more of our stuff gets yeah. posted to Instagram first, and then funneled over to Facebook. Algorithmically, TikTok is the best way to find new fans and just be connected with new people, and then like kind of the tier list is then Instagram and then uh, Facebook is and Twitter are not super um, algorithmically friendly to, no, to us. They're, so. they're not and, and kind of keeping with the tempo and, and the philosophy of tonight. Yeah. I, I kind of want to touch on uh, touch on what you guys both just said. There was a, there was like two to three episodes in a row and I don't remember what the numbers were 
where we we I asked that same question, you know, where are you most active on on socials? And like three episodes in a row, the bands listed their website. And I thought that was super kick ass. And I'll tell you why. It's because, like you mentioned, the algorithms, right? Obviously, TikTok right now is where if you want to cast a large net, that's where you should be. And you have to figure out how to do it and how to do it creatively. And it's not always just your songs. It's like creative content, sharing inside the band stuff or whatever, right? Yep. But whether it's Instagram, that's where you guys are at, or Facebook or whatever, however you pull these people in, and I'm talking to like anybody that's watching this right now, you get them in through TikTok, Facebook, whatever, at some point you need to siphon them over to your website. Absolutely. Right? And you need to siphon them over to your email list. That way you can always, and you know, look up at the top of the screen right now, like we have the text community platform. Uh, we have all these ways of trying to talk to people direct to where if Facebook shut down tomorrow or TikTok got banned by the government tomorrow, it would suck for all of us, but yep. at least you would still have this direct connection to the people that already like you. Yeah, so, well, and, and that's a great point to bring up is, uh, you know, one thing I, I know of, a lot of bands don't think of is an emailing list. And it's not really until you get on the tour slot of this. this well, it's not sexy, right? It's right, not really sexy. Right. I don't want to ask you for your email, but hey, you know what? Like at the end of the day, I think that that's probably the, the like you guys said the most direct way with your with what you guys do it's it's the same thing like if i can get your email and then i can sit here and let you know hey guess what we're gonna release a song before we tell anybody else and or hey guess what here's a piece of content just for you for being awesome and, well and, and, and here's the thing too here here's something that can kind of pay off if you're fucking lazy <laughs> and let me yeah. explain right if 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 you get there and we're great at this like with the tech, <laughs> with, with the with, with the, with the uh, text platform which is right above uh you can text us the sound 228-641-1648 we don't spam on it because we know not to but also because we're fucking got other shit going on and we forget to do it a lot if you get somebody's email and you're not sending them an email every single friggin day or twice a week or three times a week with some bullshit offer or some bullshit hey look at this post or look at what we did people get tired of that but if when you email them it's legit hey here's our new song or here's our new shirt and and by the way you get 15 percent off because you're through our email list and, and 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 we want you to we appreciate you being part of this community they'll open the shit and they'll like it a text message whatever and it's more real yeah exactly it's all about not being spam because like the worst thing that you can ever see is like you get a message and you know it's just copy paste and you're like right. this is so you know this is just spam like it some sometimes it'll just go straight into the message request i know all of us could probably if we go check our message requests it's just all these bots you know come come promote on this or whatever but exactly just something that a direct line of communication that you can reward your fans or people that support you you know it's all we wouldn't be here without them so we want to make sure to give back to the people that care the most about us i just know nowadays a lot more things are put on the artist's plate right to have to manage oh, yeah. especially in the early stages and this is one of the ones where being a procrastinator or a little bit lackadaisical as <laughs> far as what you pump out can be to your benefit so take that for what it's worth all for you sure. people out there on the interwebs some free game <laughs> yeah 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 all right. Um, so, all right. So if we were going to put, go ahead and post up your socials, you'd want us to post up your Instagram. Yeah. So just Instagram, Instagram or website. Yeah. Um, bury the darkness on Instagram, bury the darkness on TikTok. where websites, bury the darkness.com. Pretty much 
across all platforms were bury the darkness except for twitter where bury darkness because bury the darkness was taken and the guy would not answer my dm trying to buy it from him so yeah <laughs> we had money dude we were gonna spend money but you didn't want it <laughs> and and, it, and even that like you were talking about earlier just that it bites us in the ass sometimes yeah. because oh, i'll man. see on like uh reddit or something like that um on like the our metalcore forums it'll be like very darkness new single and i'm like just that one little one little thing now it's now the rumors yeah. spreading yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> right. that goes back to like what lisa said earlier keeping the the imaging consistent across yep. all yep. platforms i mean it does suck but but even the biggest of bands do that you know and you could even probably go back and change your url to like bury the darkness band or official to where at least it's all the same at the front and then the back end is just what's slightly different yeah definitely it's funny because yeah. uh what lisa you work in social media i do i work in social media as well and um i work for you know i do music industry stuff and when i'm trying to hunt down bands and it's just all different across all platforms yeah. it just it makes me want to pull my hair out sometimes you're like all right just go into their website just open tabs on all of these dude before we started this before we started this podcast i had hair just like you so that's what, <laughs> oh, no. you know what, what happened it, 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 just pulled it all out bro so, good, so just be aware it's a stressful industry we're in but yeah. it really is, is. And, if you're not consistent across all platforms and i'm trying to play your music or tag your band for something and i can't find you literally within 10 seconds guess what's happening you're not being tagged. Yeah. Not hunting you down like where's Waldo? Not my like problem. Said, That's a you problem. Put the roster up there and put your hometowns <laughs> on it. So yes. that helps that helps out a shit. Simple. Ton. Or a link tree. Very. God forbid. Yep. A link tree. <laughs> what That's is that? It's a landing page for all of your, you know, you can link no. your website. All. <laughs> he was being he was being facetious. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We have one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't. They don't get it. They don't well, get gentlemen, it. We, hey, we appreciate y'all tonight yeah. and uh, yeah. love love the the tune uh, that we played tonight. Love the video. Uh, thank you for taking the time to put the fucking work in and make the visual side of things right look good. Uh, we we I know all of us appreciate that. Uh, you guys know. I mean, it's part of the digital world we live in. So uh, good luck to you and and keep us in the loop about the live stuff, the the Absolutely. concerts, the live shows. Yeah, so uh, we've got two. Sh well, we've got a couple shows actually um, in the books right now. So we've got one, our album release on September second, and then we've got um, another show. We're going to be opening up for an awesome band uh, named Decay or on. I believe it's September thirteenth. I've 13th. been pl I've been playing those guys on my show. Uh, on, yeah, they're the awesome dudes, man. Decay, yeah. Salt Wound. Um... I think that tonight our in the pit show, Brent Kreiner yeah. is playing Decayer. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, they are, yeah. they are heavy. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. dope to throw down with them. And yep. we're, we have some amazing opportunities coming up. We're actually doing, um, we're playing at uh, the amphitheater out here on the VIP stage for um, Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper on September 24th. Nice. And then Avenge Sevenfold, Falling in Reverse, and Kim Dracula on October 8th. So yeah. we're, we're stoked. Sweet. Well, nice. Look, when y'all when y'all are out there, we we've asked bands before. When y'all are out there, man, if 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 it comes up in conversation, throw our name out there and let bands know like we're open invitation. We want to talk to all these people, and we just want to promote everything at, in that game. So so help us spread the word too. Of course, yeah. I mean, you know, we're this is how we're a community, man, and like 
we're, we're not here. We're like, obviously it's a competitive business, but we want all of our friends to win. If you're putting your heart and soul into making a good product, like you deserve the recognition and you deserve everything that comes to you. So we're an open book. Like we answer every single DM. Like we hope no one's ever afraid. They like, do. Metal, yeah, absolutely. Metal bands always portray this image of being all angry and scary. But like, <laughs> to be honest, we're all fucking teddy bears. Yeah, so. I'm a sweetheart. Like, <laughs> if you reach out to me and you want to talk, let, let's let's talk. You like, know what I mean? But, uh, you know, we're just grateful to to be able to do this and make music and be able to talk to great people like you. And it really makes it makes everything worth it in the end, because it's not easy being in a band, as you can ask anyone. It's it's a grind. So just being able to you know talk about it, have people be interested in what we're doing is it means the world. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. This no, I was gonna say, ladies and gents in the comments, if y'all aren't already following these guys, man, go check them out. Hit that smash, hit smash the uh, the like button and 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 give them a follow. Let us know what your favorite song is. You know, let yeah. us know what city you're in, and we 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 keep all that. You know, and I got a list of like when people tell us come to this city, I'll go and like look up the venues and stuff and to see if it's you know possible one day. You know, that's that's what we're trying to do. We will go to Brazil already, someday. Yeah. I promise. We will come to Brazil. I've already right? told you where I want you, Mark. UK baby. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I would love that. Go out maybe, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd we, be cool. That's definitely I've never been to Europe. I've never had the opportunity to leave the states. So, I honestly would rather tour Europe than the US, but yeah. I'll take whatever I can get. I've got a couple Especially friends and some bands out there. Maybe we can work something out, you know. It'd be awesome to get out there. Let me know. Killer. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for coming on tonight. Thank you. Thank um, you for having us. We appreciate you. And like Jared said, keep us posted. Uh, good luck, man. Good luck on your shows this weekend. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Thank you, you Thank so you. much. Have a great night. You're very welcome. Later. Thank you. Thank you. Good Y'all have a good one. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and the Homegrown Show, all right there inside of the app. Go download it now. You won't be disappointed. And once again, we are the sound. We are New Rock.